Parak Dalid, Mishnah Base, fourth chapter, second Mishnah. So this Mishnah goes off on a tangent, uh, wants to find a halacha which is quite similar to the previous Mishnah where we um, made the comment about um, the different customs and going from one town with one custom to another town with a different custom. So incidental to that halacha, this Mishnah teaches a similar halacha regarding the produce of the Shemitah year, the seventh year, the sabbatical year in the, in the produce cycle. So we've first got to mention that um, in the Tractate of Shaviyit, we teach the concept that if someone gathered in his house a certain kind of produce, he may eat from this produce as long as this kind is available for the beast in the field. In other words, although um, in the seventh year, one is not allowed to do business with the produce that grows in the field and gain profit. Nevertheless, you can still benefit from those fruits or produce or whatever it happens to be in your house. In other words, you can use it for personal consumption and personal use. But um, the halacha is that that's only as long as the that particular pro- produce is available in the fields for animals to eat. In other words, in other words it's still growing strong uh, and it hasn't all dried up. If, however, this kind is no longer available in the, in the field for the beasts, then he's required to remove this kind of produce from his house as well. And this is based on a, on a verse in Vayikra, uh, Kaf Hei Zion, that says, And for your cattle and for the beasts that are in your, your land, shall the produce thereof be for food. For which we determine also that only as long as the beast can eat in the field can your cattle eat in the house. If it's no longer available for the beast in the field, then you have to make it unavailable for your cattle in the house as well and destroy it. It's also taught the concept that there are three regions regarding this removal within the land of Israel. There's Judea, Yehuda, there's Eva Hayardin, that's Transjordan, and there's Galil, the Galilee. So in other words, Eretz Yisrael was div- is divided into three regions regarding the removal of the produce of the Shemitah year. So if the produce of one type is no longer available in one region, let's say, for example, in Judea, even though it's still available in another region, such as in Galil, so therefore in that scenario, the people of Judea are required to remove it from the houses, while the people of Galil are not obligated to do so. So there could be differing halachot uh, depending on the region that one lives. So this mission now deals with the case of someone who takes the produce of the Shemitah year from a place where it is no longer available to a place where it is still available, or vice versa. Says the Mishnah, Kiyotsubo. Similarly to the halacha we taught in the pre- previous Mishnah, someone who um, takes produce of, of the seventh year, in other words, produce that grew during the Shemitah year, from a place where it is unavailable, it's finished, it's unavailable for the beast in the field, and therefore they would be obligated to remove it from their house. And he takes it to a place where it was not finished, and it's still available, and therefore those in that region, people would still be able to eat. Or vice versa, oh, he took it from a place where it was not finished to a place where it was finished. The ruling is, Either way, he has to remove it, he has to destroy it. Um, he takes on the stringencies of both the place that he was coming from 
and the place he's going to, whichever one is the more strict. Now, the last statement of this Mishnah, Rabbi Huda, is somewhat strange. And uh, we have to understand that this is not, Rabbi Huda is not arguing uh, with regards to this particular halacha, but in a slightly different scenario. Rabbi Yehuda Oimeh, Rabbi Yehuda says, We say to him, Go out and bring for yourself. Now, what does this mean? In the, in the Talmud, um, there are a variety of different explanations as to what Rabbi Yehuda is trying to say and what he's arguing on. Um, most of the commentaries on the Mishnah follow the, um, the statement of Rav Ashi in the Talmud that Rabbi Yehuda agrees that they impose upon him the stringencies of both the place where he left and the place to which he came. Where he's disagreeing with uh, the first opinion in the Mishnah is a, in a slightly different scenario, which is uh, mentioned in the Tractate of Shaviyat. That if one preserves three species, you've got them all pickling in a jar. So you've got three kind of vegetables, let's say, in a, in a jar, in one cask, or vinegar, or water, whatever happens to be. So there's a... Uh, and some of those species... Uh, are no longer available in the field, and some of them are available in the field. So what do you do? So the dispute over here in our Mishnah is as follows, that according to the first opinion in the Mishnah, they say that since, let's well, say, one of the species is still available in the field, and they were all pickled together in the same cask or jar or whatever it was, that means you can eat the lot. You can have all of them. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda says no, that they say to him, they say to the owner of the barrel, go out and bring for yourself. In other words, go and bring for yourself from the field as well, all of those kinds that are pickled in your barrel. And since you won't find all of them in the field, you're obligated to remove the ones that are unavailable. In other words, you're allowed to eat the ones which are still available, but you're not allowed to eat the ones which are no longer available. And that's how we understand um, this last statement within the Mishnah. It's a tricky Mishnah, um, but that's, uh, that's the way that the Talmud explains it.